Yeah, what's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast with Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. You know, I always wonder, why can't offensive linemen record pancakes as a sack? You know what? The NFL records, you know, pass breakups as PDs and, you know, tackles, you know, intercessions, all that. I just want to know, why can't they record pancakes as a stat is it because the offensive linemen will be paid a lot more than what they are based on their stats or the fact that a lot of offensive linemen will make it to more pro bowlers than the others you don't know because we always see the statistical statistical stat of offensive linemen you know not allowing a sack you know I think it would improve the offensive lineman odds, man. I think they'll get more money. I think they'll be revered as, you know, a top-tier lineman. I think the linemen deserve some love, man. Line is the most important group on the field and in, in, in the football world because without the line, quarterback can't throw the ball to the receivers. The receivers can't catch the ball because they're not getting the ball. Running backs can't, you know, hit the hole and, you know, score touchdowns. All because of the fact that, you know, offensive line ain't doing their job. That's why you see Joe Burrow struggle. That's why you saw Andrew Luck struggling. You know, people don't pay attention to these little things that offensive line is important. That's why teams invested so much money in their offensive line. You think Emmitt Smith would be where in the Hall of Fame if it wasn't for the Great Wall? Do you think Jerry Rice would have the numbers? If Joe Montana didn't have an offensive line, how about Dan Marino? How about Peyton? Hell, what about Tom? These are some of the quarterbacks that don't like to get hit, especially, you know, Tom and Peyton. Those guys did not like to get hit because it messes up their rhythm and they got to get the ball out faster. Ben Rosberger, maybe, I mean, him too. His early years, he had a good offensive line. Joe Flacco, same thing. Offensive line, Jalen Hurts. That pass run option wouldn't be working if the offensive line they had was not good. Hell, the Lions wouldn't be good this season if their offensive line was not that good. You can tell when a quarterback does not have a good offensive line because they'll talk about the quarterback pressures. But then you got to look at it closer because when you look at the quarterback pressures, is it from the interior alignment or is it from the linebackers blitzing or teams blitzing a lot? Because those are two different things. See, there are certain teams that don't need the blitz. They get Their defensive line is just crazy. You know, you saw that with the Indianapolis Colts. You saw that with the Rams. You can see that with the 49ers. You know, you see that with the Chargers when healthy. You know, when the Oakland Raiders were good. I mean, not the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. When they were good. Their offensive line, I mean, their defensive line was, you know, getting to the quarterback. Look at offensive line. When you don't have a good offensive line, your quarterback struggles. Daniel Jones. Those early years, Saquon Barkley, where he had to shed three tackles to get back to the original line of scrimmage. That's what made Saquon Saquon. But when Saquon got a good offensive line, you saw what happened last year. He was doing his thing. 2019, the Baltimore Ravens. We had, we was leading the league in rushing. We had two. We had a running back that had 800 yards. 
We had another running back that had 750. We had Lamar Jackson with 1,000. You know, other running backs had 300. You know, we broke the rushing record multiple times. We had the longest stretch of getting 100 yards in every game for at least, like, what, three years? Two or three years? Two to three years? That's what happens when you have a good offensive line. That's why offensive line is so important. You know, if they had this, if they uh, NFL allowed, you know, offensive linemen or people that do the stat checks to record pancakes as a stat, bro, the sky would be the limit. That would really tell. Well, I mean, you could tell with your eyes on who's a good offensive lineman, who's not. But if the stats back up what they said, they're going to really start cutting checks for offensive linemen. Really. Because there's so many times where we saw, you know, Trent Williams just dominate. Keep telling people, man, Trent Williams is is Michael Parsons' weakness. Any off good offensive tackle is Michael Parsons' weakness because he cannot do – he does not do well when they run the tackles at, you know, at him. That's why you see teams run the ball towards that side because it makes sense. Offensive lineman is important. When you when you clicking on all phases on the offensive line, it just makes the team look better. It makes the team more well balanced. See, defensive linemen can get batted balls down, pass deflections, just like the corners do sometimes. That could also be a, a actually no, they don't. Because it's not a, a stat. Because the only person that gets past deflections is the corner. And I think the linebackers, I don't think the defensive line do. I would have to double check that. But that could be another boost to uh, getting a defensive lineman paid. You know, it'd be like, yo, I got so many batted passes down there. Because that's what uh, Calais Campbell was known for. He was known for just swatting the ball away on uh, field goal units, you know, sometimes in passing situations because the guy's like 6'8", 6'7". You can't teach height, can't teach speed. Those are the the two things you really can't teach. And heart, you can't teach heart. You got to be born with it. It's either you got it or you don't. Offense lineman would. And then, like, offensive linemen, I think it will attract more players to play offensive line more than, you know, any other position because look look how look how, look how how Trent Williams is setting the trend. Visor, back pad, sleeve. Offensive linemen not wearing no visors like that. Trent Williams is making the tackle position. I hate to just use him. But he's really making a tackle position like a swagged out position. From my knowledge, I've never seen centers, I mean, seen offensive linemen wear visors and stuff like that in the NFL until I saw Trent Williams. Chad Williams is wearing it. Then we got offensive linemen in college doing it. Then we got kids in the little leagues doing it. Yeah, man. When I was in high school, we had a player named Travis. He had gloves. He had sleeves. He had taped up on his ankles. You know, he had the back pad. He even wanted to steal the quarterback's uh, 
rib cage, uh, rib cage flat. Uh, and then coaches tell him sometimes, like, man, if you don't go sit down somewhere, like, if you was looking across the field, you would have thought he was uh, the best player on our team. You would have thought he was like a wide receiver slash tight end. But then when you saw he played offensive lineman and he ain't really do nothing, all he did was walk up and down the sideline, get the team pumped up. You know, it was just a funny experience. But I wholeheartedly believe if they record pancakes as a stat, they, were, they would have to record a reward. Best offensive lineman of the year. That includes tackles, guards, and centers. But the offensive, once you add stats, then the money comes in. Then the negotiations get a little intense. You thought the quarterback was intense. Wait till you get the offensive lineman. Then at the same time, you look at and like teams start drafting offensive linemen like crazy. And like in college, this kid had like 50 pancakes. Like, damn. 50? That's a lot. A pancakes? Whew. If a player come in from the NFL that had 50 pancakes. I used to love pan getting recorded pancakes. How many pancakes I had? Shout out to Coach Damon, Coach Ronnie, offensive lineman. I'd be like, Coach Ronnie, how many pancakes you had to do? Jimmy, you had about eight pancakes, man. I'm like, that ain't enough. Because it make a player feel good when a coach tell you your stats. Because it makes you want to go out there and be better. It makes you want to go out there and just want to play harder. You know, be one with the guys. You know, it gives you that self-motivation. You know, when players, like when... um. I forgot what year it was, Terrell Suggs. And they was telling him each and every year, hey, man, you know, you're getting, you're getting up there in sex, man. You're like, for real? Same thing with Aaron Don. I'm pretty sure they told him after they won the Super Bowl, you got 90, you got 90 sacks, bro. You got 90 plus sacks. You on the verge to becoming one of the great defensive players because then he become a part of the 100 club, 100 sack club. And everybody that's in the 100 Sack Club is in the Hall of Fame. Some of them got rings, some of them don't. But to get to that, I say the 130, between 130 and, like, plus, oh, you legit. You the man. Like, sizzle in that conversation, I think uh, some other, I can't really think off the top of my head, but we all know who the cream of the crop is, and that's Bruce Smith, 200-plus sacks. Who knows? There might be a player, barring injury, can get close. I don't know if they can beat that, but, you know. And all in all, ladies and gentlemen, let's have the conversation. Pancakes should be a stat. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr. Hey, man. Get your hoodie.